Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Host Talk. Today, we have a special episode. Today, we're going to talk about E3 with the lovely Tara, who is, unfortunately, she is kind of, well, not kind of, she is sick and kind of a little bit talking, but she's holding on to the air life <laughs> for everything. Don't make it so dramatic. <laughs> we, we, we needed to, like, bring like witches and everything to bring her back to the voice back for a couple of minutes for us. <laughs> We're like, come on, come on. And then I said, just throw a turtle <laughs> for turtle soup and she drank it. She's literally right here drinking turtle soup so she could feel better and she could oh make the podcast God. for you guys. <laughs> I'm going to make it dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see. For the love, for the lovely people who is listening to this, mm-hmm. oh, Tatera, how you feeling? Everything's better with a little bit of drama, right? Yes, especially <laughs> last week, and I'm still in drama this week. <laughs> I'm oh, not God. dying; it's just sinuses. <laughs> oh no! It, 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 she was like almost in that moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. E3 just happened. We we saw it. Tara saw a little bit. I saw mostly all of them except for you. We saw everything in the PC show. I don't know what happened. Or the kind of funny I never I did not see them. Uh was mostly at work. Uh we have works people. And um we're gonna talk about our reaction to this this year's E3. So Tara, what is your overall thoughts on this year's E3? Overall, I thought E3 was a pretty good conference. Um, it had some good parts and some, you know, average parts. But uh, being a Nintendo fan, I definitely enjoyed what I saw. But like you, I didn't watch like all of it. I work second shift, so like missing a lot of conferences throughout the day. But uh, I had a lot of like my twitter friends updating me or sending me messages you know in different dms so i knew what i wanted to go back in and watch and what i didn't yeah mostly mostly my uh thoughts on this year c3 it was a good one except mostly we could kind of consider it the year of 2020 because most of the games that were announced are 2020 games that they're early 2020 games others are still undetermined but since uh, Xbox announced that the new hardware is coming out th- the fall. We pretty much could assume that all those games are going to the X is going to be next gen console, <sighs> which is really a shame to be honest. Uh, 
I mean, it is for people who already own the consoles, because that's obviously what you're going to want to buy it on, but they'll probably try to utilize it to drive sales for this new console. Yeah. It's, isn't it upsetting that, like, is like the top two shows is either Nintendo's or Square Enix as number one as the best show for E3? And then if you go to Microsoft, is they don't say Microsoft, they just say Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well, I mean, they they were definitely very smart in uh getting him on board with it. I'll be honest, as I, I was watching it live, I was like, I was watching uh Cyberpunk, the 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 trailer right there was happening, and then I see, then I hear the voice. I'm like, that voice sounds a little bit familiar, and I see him. I'm like, oh hell no, it's not. Oh my god. I saw Keanu Reeves. I think he got me pregnant. <laughs> I, um, I saw... Yeah, I had people comment on it at work that like never watched E3, but they know I'm into gaming and you know just saw it through social media down the grapevine where they were like, "Hey, did you see like Keanu Reeves and like blah blah blah?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But it was cool in that aspect that like people who typically don't follow those things because he was involved, you know, made like more of a pub publicity stunt with it yeah me i mean mostly my uh some people that i have on twitter uh they were like oh uh, i don't know what uh what keanu reese is doing at this conference or what is this game or is it a movie but anything with keanu reeves i'm so gonna play it or watch it right uh, be involved so, because yeah. he's involved i was like uh it's a Microsoft game, unless it's probably gonna go to other consoles or PC later on. I think what is it? Uh, next uh, is all all hardware, right? All platforms for Cyberpunk. Yeah. You know, I really don't know. I wasn't paying attention in that aspect, but I could be hopeful that it's all platforms because I don't have an Xbox and I'd really like to play it. It looked like an amazing game. Sure. Like. Cyberpunk was one of those game titles, like, as I'm watching the trailer, so to me, E3 is like, what products make me want to buy a new platform? Or what products make me want to go out and feel like I need to have this game? And Cyberpunk yeah. kind of did that for me with Microsoft, because I only own a Switch, and I've thought about getting an Xbox or another PS4. I can't justify buying a PS4 because Sony censorship yeah, true. But then I don't know if I would actually play an Xbox more than I play my Switch to justify the cost of an Xbox. But Cyberpunk made me want to have an Xbox. I mean, it, it, since I'll be honest, I probably, if you want to get the Xbox, I say wait until Black Friday, it'll be cheaper. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't see. Yeah, and it's coming out the, next year. And it's not the gonna... amount of money I spend on uh, Nintendo Switch games, it's like why would I buy another console right let, now, let, currently, when I'm investing all this money into my Switch? Let, let's all be honest, I mean, we see your collection, it's, it's, you probably spend about maybe like $200, let's just say, be honest. A month? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to say how much you spend because no, that's, that's I don't your know. I, I don't keep track. I uh, really should, but I don't keep track. Hey, but we I'm, all know what games cost, and I post them all the time, so it's oh, some some of some of them, especially the one that you got that we're gonna talk later. That I'm jealous. 
I'm probably gonna go to your place and probably just grab that and that's it. <laughs> I'll leave your receipt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which conference was the most disappointing for you at E3 and who you think won E3? Um, so I think Ubisoft was the most disappointing just because I didn't really feel like there was too much of an announcement there to be made or like I do the Just Dance games, so like, I don't really know quite yet how I feel about some of the changes that they're making with uh, all their stuff. Yeah. But uh, for me, who took the show would definitely be Nintendo, but there's some, you know, bit of a bias in that regards. I mean, I mean it's true, you know, because we, we love Nintendo stuff, but at the same time, we cannot really deny it. It's pretty much, you know... Let's all be honest, Square, uh, Square Enix brought Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, a lot of JRPG, and then the last one was Avengers, which, I'll be completely honest, that really brought it down because they didn't show much. And, pro- and mostly the, what did I say, the prediction that I said that there was not going to be no X-Men. It was just going to be like the MCU. And pretty much they confirmed it when they said a cinematic game. That's what I know of. Yeah. Because that's mostly the rumor I was hearing a lot that you're not going to see X-Men. Maybe not at the start. You're probably going to have your regular characters. Not not even Hawkeye is there. That's really a shame. Uh, you know, nowadays there's always DLCs or by this person or whatever. So just because they're not incorporated right now doesn't mean they can't be future. Or like in yeah. the future, like down the road. And and we know that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out for the Switch next week, uh, next year. Oh, next year, my bad. <laughs> next month. I'm still sleeping. Um, next month. <laughs> and I actually played it at the Nintendo Store in New York. And I actually have more info about that. I played Luigi's Mansion. I played Link's Awakening. And I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So I got some info on that. So I could probably talk that about that later. Uh, okay, so Limit Run had a showcase. So, how many of those games are you gonna purchase? <laughs> so, when it comes to limited run games, I am currently a hundred percent on their Nintendo Switch collection, and I anticipate to be a hundred percent on their Nintendo Switch collection until they stop making games for the Switch. Which that's not gonna happen. Uh, I would like to hope not, you know. I really enjoy the company, the people that I've interacted with on Twitter from them. And uh, let's see. So, what, they released 10 titles or so? I'll be 100% on whatever's out for the Switch that they bought. Now, some of my favorite titles for the Switch, like, they've got some really good, like, up-and-coming things that I'm really excited to include in my collection. Like, Night in the Woods, that's going to be awesome. True. Tran- Transistor. I yeah. really hope that there's a beautiful collector's edition that comes out with that game. Probably will. And, yeah, that's one I'm going uh, I'm to toss some elbows for to try and get 100%. <laughs> yeah, just don't, just don't tell our friend Davey who bought NBA 2K for <laughs> two, $3 at digital. <laughs> oh, Davey. I saw. I don't know if you saw his Twitter. He bought actually NBA 2K19 for Switch for three dollars because it was on sale right now. 
Yeah, I sell it on sale. I still can't buy it. I won't play it. I don't play sports games. I play sports games, but not like that. And I was like, I was thinking, should I get it? But it's three bucks, and I still have like twenty dollars digital, like twenty dollars gift card in there. I was like, should I get it? Nah. Especially Mario Maker's coming out soon. I'm not gonna play it. Yeah. I got so much stuff. And speaking of that, of Limit Run, I saw you. I saw that you bought Power Rangers Battle for the Great Collector's Edition, and then you posted a picture of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Super Nintendo version. And then I saw, I think it was on Snapchat, that you have Mario Kart 64. So you never told us about this. So how? Many- <laughs> So, how many classic consoles and games do you own from those? Well, in all fairness, I was not asked about this. Um, I have posted some stuff about, like, my uh, retro games before, but, I mean, it's been, like, months ago. So, when it comes to consoles that I own, besides my Switch, I have the Nintendo 64 with probably... I'm looking, I've got eight games for my 64 still. So I've got Mario Kart, Mario Party 1, Mario Party 3, Donkey Kong 64, Yoshi's Story, WWF. Oh, No Mercy. <laughs> um, I don't is know it, which one it is. I think it's No Mercy. That's to be the good one. Oh, Banjo and Kazooie. I still have that for the 64. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and your Super Nintendo? Um, so for my Super Nintendo, I have, I think, close to 30 games, maybe. Mm, that's good. Yeah, um, a lot of the classic Mario games, um, obviously Power Rangers, and then for, um, I have an NES still. Uh, I've got just over, I think I've got like between 10 and 15 games on the NES. Okay, okay. One of which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Manhattan Project. And that yes. is my favorite game I've played on the NES ever. Yeah. Yes. But you, let's all be honest right now. What we're saying about this, because you actually bought the collector's edition for Battle for the Grid. I did. <laughs> and, and all those special stuff that comes with it. And I'm really, really upset that I bought it digital. Uh, I wanted that physical, but I didn't I didn't want it to wait. Well, so, and that's, so I've bought in let's maybe like five actual digital titles that are like bigger games. Like indie games that just cost, you know, a couple bucks. Like, I don't care to buy those, you know. Yeah. I don't imagine to ever see them on a physical platform. But, uh, it's better for me to wait unless there's a really good sale because most of these digital games are becoming physical in some aspect. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, but Power Rangers, so like I'm huge into science and I love science and I've always been obsessed with dinosaurs. Yes. So you could imagine a little kid's excitement over the Power Rangers. So I've always like always watched the Power Rangers when I was I remember like going to Blockbuster and like renting them like the show. Who's 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 your favorite? Who's your favorite ranger? 
Ooh, uh, so I'm glad you asked. We were actually talking about this at work the other day. Um, the Black Ranger has always been my Zach? favorite. Mm-hmm. Zach? Mm-hmm. Mine is Kimberly. Everybody knows why. Everybody has a childhood crush on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick, quick thought on that. She actually follows me on Twitter. That's I got, awesome. I got surprised when that happened. I was like, oh, shush. <laughs> and then uh, Tommy, Jason Dever Frank, he actually uh, commented on me on on Instagram one day. It was really fun. We had like a little conversation. Her and the uh, the Pink Ranger, the one uh, the one that replaced Kimberly later on. Yeah, we we were having that conversation. It was fun. It was that short? It was not long. It was a short one. It was funny. I have that's, fun with that. That's still pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, for for me, I got really excited over the Star Wars. The at the end of uh, Limit Run when they announced all those Star Wars games, I was like, oh. yeah. Now, so, like, the one that they're doing, uh, Star Wars, on the NES and the Game Boy, that's something I might try to, uh, uh, snag up. Yeah, hopefully, I saw some of them being PC. I hope, yep. I hope not. <laughs> I, I wanted to get some of them for the Switch, especially the racing one. I really want to get it for that for the Switch. Hopefully, that does not happen. Well, the Star Wars Episode One Racer, that yeah. will be a 64 release. Ooh, wait, wait. That means that means it's gonna be on. You have to. Ah, uh, man, they're gonna release it on Nintendo sixty four cartridge. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at their website. That's that's what is in the parentheses. Ah, oh, man, I don't have a sixty four. Somebody, please get me a sixty four. I want to play that game. <laughs> I was getting an adapter the other day. Uh, the RCA to HDMI adapter. That way, yeah. I could uh plug up the 64 at my friends for us to uh, play. And uh, this guy was like, yeah, you know, like, what do you need it for? I went to Best Buy and uh, I was like, "Uh, the Nintendo 64. He said, whoa, where'd you get one of those at? And I was like, get one. I've never gotten rid of mine. Yeah. Here, let me give you a high five. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow, that had to be a little bit, a little bit crunchy right there. Oh yeah, we got a GameCube too, but it's technically like my brother's, so it's like at his place. But like yeah. we will, will cycle the gaming systems. So yeah. Every now and then, it's in my possession. Hmm. That's good. I mostly have an adapter for the Super Nintendo, so I have it there. I took it off because I. I mostly play the Switch now, and like most, so yeah, I took it out. Is I have the the adapter somewhere, and I mostly because I don't, I basically don't watch no TV or play video games like that, like how I used to, because I usually get tired. But mostly on the weekends, I'm I'm at the movies. But I since the Switch is portable, I could just take it with me, and I could just keep playing in the car on my way to work or something like that. Right. So yeah. So, next part, I'm going to call it Queen Terra Freestyle. Because <laughs> while we were, we were messaging each other, and you have your thoughts on some games. So, this is mostly her part of the show. Your thoughts on Luigi's Mansion 3. And I'll get my thoughts later. So, uh, Luigi's Mansion has always been one of my favorite little uh, series. 
that Nintendo has done. So I remember it coming out for the GameCube, and I remember that's probably like my most vivid playthrough of a game from like my childhood that I have, besides like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But like, so there's it's obvious like I'm like whole into that like dark spooky like type style so I always really liked the ghost aspect from Luigi's Mansion and then um, when the second one came out I didn't have a, a DS at the time I had gotten rid of my original 3DS and actually purchased another 3DS to play the second one so like the hype for this third one in my mind is real and the different things that they've decided to inquire into the game is pretty cool so like we're gonna have the online gameplay in luigi's mansion uh and i'm pretty stoked for that i think it can can be really cool Hmm. so no release date was shown when you think this game drops i think we'll see it in a let's see so q2 we have super mario maker 2 Q3 from Nintendo. We don't have any like real big titles, do we? Yet. Q3 is what? That would be. Isn't it? Isn't it? Um. July, August, September. Isn't July is Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Astro Chain, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Yeah. September um, is September is we don't have much, do we? Link. Link's awakening. Oh shit, that's right. That is September. September. You got in collector's edition right. for that one? So, I did not order it yet, the, no. The the European one? <laughs> no, I don't do a lot of like the imports and everybody that uh, because like it was a real big like topic of discussion in uh the one of the DMs I'm in. And everybody seemed to be having problems, so I just, I haven't looked into it yet. Hmm. For myself personally, I know some people who have been able to order it. That steelbook is really cool. Um, Glow in the dark. Yeah, I just have the standard copy right now, ordered through GameStop. Um, I think potentially we'll see Luigi's Mansion come out in October. Because November we've got Pokemon. Yes. And I don't see them releasing it in December, because why would you release a game in the middle of like the holiday season buying. Hmm. So they did the first Smash. Smash was December. Yeah, but they released an exact date ahead of time. That's true. And we still have like one more direct in September probably. Mm-hmm. So that's probably we're gonna see the release date. And mostly for me, I do agree it's probably gonna be October, the way how I played the game. Uh, what I well, seen? For, yeah. Didn't they um for Dark Moon or no? They released they re-released Luigi's Mansion on the uh 3DS. On on October, yes. Yeah, in October it was like mid October or so. So I could twelve like, the twelve I think it was twelve. Uh, that sounds yeah right around there. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. I can see them releasing it around that time frame. I could see it too, mostly because it's mostly a Halloween title. Like, right. So I could see it, but uh, some Luigi's Mansion games were 
came out probably what March and those sort of stuff. So the the first one came out in March of two thousand and one. Yeah. So mostly, I mean, yeah, it's mostly Luigi's Mansion, mostly October. But what I but what I played in New York, I could probably see it in October. Maybe they maybe they don't know yet because they want they're still working on it, especially the online part yeah. of it. So either they could say, okay, it's coming out in October, or is they probably could move it to December? Because I'm still thinking that's the part they're probably still working on, the online part. Yeah, I could see that. I think yeah. it's cool how they've incorporated that that little Gucci guy. Yeah, yeah, I played it. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, especially the level that I played. Um, I think it was the first stage. Um, you probably could see it. I probably game explain has it or something like that. But I'm I'm sure what you played is like uh, close to like a demo. That it is. It is. They gave us. They gave us. They gave us 15 minutes. Oh, that's uh, cool. 15 of, minutes like, gameplay. In... Was it the first 15 minutes of gameplay? I want to say yes. Cool. I think so because in that part you start. Uh, you go against some goals. You have to. You know, do the whole thing. There's some parts you have to pull like a rope and money comes out and then uh, you walk some stairs and you have to be careful because the, what's it called, uh, like arrows, whatever from the floor goes up. You know the thing that uh, good Luigi could walk by? Yeah. Yeah, he pat- you, you have to start going, you start playing like him right away and then do all of that. And then after that, uh, you go downstairs and then... Um, you're trying to find this key and you have like six other ghosts that you try to fight. Um, two of them has a shield and I think one of them has a sword. And you have to uh, throw, it looks uh, like a suction thing and take out the shield. Then you could just flash them and try to bring them into the thing. But the thing that I like about the new mechanic that I saw is that when you're uh, sucking the ghost, you see that you could like uh, like throw them so that way they could get damage on the floor yeah so that's a new addition to the game which so i've always thought just like the paper mario that luigi's mansion would have like really cool like joy con controls yeah and the fact that uh they're kind of integrating different things like that because like i remember with the gamecube controller like moving around the joy con and you know, like, naturally, you, just like when you're playing Mario Kart or something, like, your body wants to lean to the left or to the right, you know? It's almost like you're, uh, like, when you fish and you're, like, pulling the rod back, forth, you know, and stuff like that. I think that's a lot of, uh, like, I imagine myself playing Luigi's Mansion, like, that way. You know, like, with the Joy-Cons and, like, fighting, you know, and slamming down the ghosts. And so I think the, the controls are really going to take the game, like, up a level. Yeah, and mostly um, I like it because um, when you're doing that, if you see one of the ghosts um, hitting the, uh, you could uh, hit one of the other ones. If they have the shield, it will break. That's what I saw with my gameplay. And it, 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 the gameplay is nice. Then the last part, you start fighting like like a king, like a ghost king. Yeah. And then and then he goes there. He's uh he's like a knight. You know those ones that that charge. Um, like in that game that you have like uh, two two knights with the horse and they have like that thing like in medieval things and you try to knock them out. Yeah. 
it, he's like that, but you're trying to um, avoid him because then um, you have arrows from from the side hit um, hit um, coming at you when he makes a command. It's gonna it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I, that's that's most that's mostly what I played over there. Still, like 15 minutes. Like it was just 15 minutes. If you don't make it to that level, I'm sorry. That's it. And and they oh, gave okay. a so however far you got in that time, which is however much you got to play. Yeah, but if you beat them, that's it. That's that's when it ends. Oh, cool. So so yeah, that was mostly it. And they gave us like a free flashlight. So I have a Luigi's Mansion three flashlight mini one. That's awesome. Yeah, you should be coming here when this thing happens. You you see cool stuff. You I should. I need to one year. Um, what, Nintendo of America, I think, is only like an eight-hour drive away from me. From what the 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 building? Like, what is it in Washington mm-hmm. or the Nintendo store? The Nintendo store. Yeah, pretty much eight hours. Yeah, it's not that bad to be honest. It's not. Um, I drove to New York in January this year, and uh, it was a really cool little state. It was my first time visiting, and I was like, mm, a two-hour, two-hour drive away from Nintendo of America. I was like, listen, Tara, if you go in that building, you know exactly what's gonna happen. Gonna buy everything. Uh huh. You sure? And you didn't tell me. You could. Oh wait, we didn't met yet. <laughs> We haven't met yet when you came to New York. It wasn't a planned trip. It was a improv trip to go visit a friend. Ah, that's true. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Did, did I, did I sent you the pictures, right, of the whole thing, including the store? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw everything. You were like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Uh, Half of the stuff I felt like I had at one point in time. Huh. That's true. All right. So... Your favorite game, I think the one game that everybody was waiting for, Animal Crossing, has been delayed to 2020, actually March of 2020. Your thoughts on the game and the delay? So I'll start with the delay. I was watching E3 on the couch, on my phone, sipping my coffee, and my mom wakes up. I told her, I was like, uh, so Animal Crossing is coming out in 2020. And she goes, what? Like, me personally, I can wait for the game if it's worth the wait. So, really, when you think about it, I wasn't anticipating a release until Q4 anyways. So, Q1 of 2020 is relatively early in the year. Um, With what we have seen of the game so far, I'm not mad about the delay because I know it's going to be worth it in the long run. Mm. My mom, on the other hand, had some some words to say about it. <laughs> she was not happy. But um, the overall game itself, uh, it looks amazing. Like, how they have... Because Animal Crossing's the type of game where you're, you're building... You know, this village. That's true. And how do you do that multiple times, but still make the game new? Still bring energy to it? 
and excitement. And I think that they have captured the game plus add more new things to it. So I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, yeah, what what I read and seen is mostly like a sandbox game that the other games you already have, like, you know, all these houses and everything, but how you start in this one is mostly a uh, a camp and you start building from there little by little. And what I saw is that you could, like, right when the, the trailer happened, your, your campus does not start from there. You could actually move that camp and put in different places. Like, you could even have a beach house right there. Well, and I think we'll see some kind of integration between Pocket Camp on the mobile so. devices and Animal Crossing. I think so, especially especially they say that Amiibos uh, will be compatible with this game, so it's been confirmed about that. Well, what I'm curious about is a list of confirmed characters for Animal Crossing. Oh. I have yeah. characters that I've gotten super attached to in previous versions of the game that I want to be in the Switch version. Who are you? Um, Hands uh, down. Bill the Duck. Anybody else? Um, I mean, there's other little characters that I, like, really enjoyed. There was a... Oh, gosh. Hold on. Besides... Um, I really like the Brewster, so I'm hoping that there's a pretty cool interactive, like, cafe again probably well this time um obviously isabella i imagine her being there she probably is it's mean she's like the main ones uh so um this is not part of the thing but um i was reading that now that mr rossetti i think it's like uh i don't know if you could save he he lost his jobs your thoughts about that um, I think it's, it's cute. So Nintendo's always gotten me because they, they bring life and character, or like this, this liveliness to the actual characters. They don't just stick a person there, you know, like just for it to take up space. Like they actually like create a bit of a story. So like Tom Duck, you know, he's got a shop and like you, you hate to have to give your money to him, but he's your landlord, so you have to do it anyways. Um, and like Resetti back in the day, like if you wanted to start over a new town, or <coughs> if you uh, like didn't save your game and you just accidentally like closed out of it, like he was this little mole that like always popped up that you hated seeing. But everybody talked about him, you know, because of how you interacted with the characters. So <clears throat> I really respect and enjoy how they include these classical characters in different ways. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, he lost his job. Nintendo fired him. Nintendo fired him. Now he's looking for uh, <laughs> workers' compensation, <laughs> unemployment. <laughs> Uh, what we know, we know Nintendo. They they're probably gonna put him in the in, in somewhere in a different game now, <laughs> right? Or they'll just like uh put him on the title menu. 
Hey, at least he has a job right there. <laughs> so what I also read was Animal Crossing will have eight players, multiplayer. Do you already have a crew for this game? So uh, I wouldn't say a full crew, but um, my older sister and my mom, they both have Switches, and I know they'll both have Animal Crossing. So there's definitely two there. I know enough people on the internet that anyone who wants to play, like I'm usually down for some co-op gameplay, as long as it works for the schedule. So <coughs> I'm sure, I'm sure the crew will pop up. That's, but that's definitely good. my mom. We're <laughs> we are so excited. I was telling her I was like. Listen, you have your Switch and I have my Switch. It's not like it was back in the day when we only had one console. I was like, you're going to be able to get fruit from me. You know, because we always try to get all the different fruit tray, fruit trees in the park. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, Mom, I know so many different people on the internet. Like, if we ain't got no oranges and we need some oranges, all I have to do is post something and be like, hey... Who can help me out? SOS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Well, I'm not in the Animal Crossing. A lot of people probably are not in the, in this game. So how are you, since you are mostly the fan, how will you sell this to a game for like a noob like me? So one of the highlights that I've always enjoyed when it came to Animal Crossing is it's a game I never really got, like, bored of or bored with. So because there's not really a storyline to follow, but more or less you creating your own, uh, typically town, you know, like uh, this one's going to be the camp and everything, but you really get, like, this engagement factor and a sense of satisfaction of knowing what's going on in the town is there because you built it, you know? So like some people get really attached to their Sims, you know, because they get to design their characters. You get to interact with different types of people. Um, so the fulfillment for Animal Crossing for me just comes from how I can create my own little place. Hmm. So it's mostly like, uh, what's it called? It's almost like a SimCity type with... Um... Uh, it's, a, it's a loose parallel comparison because a lot of the stuff like with the Sims is pretty like advanced and developed. Like you can have like these whole lifestyles. You know, oh gosh, have you ever played the Sims? Mm, I got bored to be honest the first 20 so... minutes. The Sims, I never played. My best friend, her and her wife both play it. And they play it very, like, in-depthly and very intensely. And yeah. I see how people get lost in it because you do create, like, so much of a world. True. I mean, Animal Crossing similar in the skeleton of it. What you can do is a little... Like, what you can do with each game is a little different, but uh, you're still building your own world. Yeah. Yeah, I know a couple of, uh, my, one of my friends who was big into Sims, she actually got a, 
a PlayStation 4 just to play The Sims, and I, I get it. Mostly, like, for people who play Animal Crossing, I get it. But, you know, um, something like that, it, it really has to, like, it's mostly, like, time-consuming for me. Like, like I feel like if I don't check on it, I feel like they're Dude, all going to no, die. Yeah. It's like having a Tamagotchi. If you don't look oh, at no, it for more I than can't. an hour, it dies. <laughs> I, I, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. I feel I feel bad. I probably will bury my Switch somewhere. Like, <laughs> I cremated it and everything. Yeah. Like, I'm a monster. I just killed them. And you see right there, and, and all the well, Animal Crossing characters going right there. They're saying, you killed them, you bastard. Right. Well, and I mean, like, it's the same, like, sports games. I don't think you will ever catch me playing any kind of sports game other than, like, like a fighting. Like, and I don't even consider, like, beat-em-ups sporting games. But then, like, if it's wrestling, like, WWE or something like that, that, I mean, that's technically a sports game. That would probably, I don't own any WWE games, but that would be like the only sports game that I actually own on my Switch, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mostly, uh, what's it called? Um, I saw that they're coming out with a, like a retro wrestling game. I think it's coming out next year. Then what I seen, I pretty like it. It's almost like a, like a WrestleFest. Like a beat 'em up, something like that, and mm-hmm. I I think since WWE really messed up, you know, their chances with the Switch, uh, this wrestling game, unless something like AEW comes out, is really gonna be like the main wrestling game, and the main one who's gonna be controlling it, unless like another company does it, like New Japan, AEW, uh, TNA, this other stuff. But what I seen, I kind of like it, and I think you will kind of like it because it's not like a traditional wrestling game that is on the PS4, Xbox, and PC. It's mostly like a nice beat 'em up. Yeah. So I I can't wait for that game, and hopefully it comes physical. When I'm talking to the guy, he said there is a possibility. Uh, but it's mostly digital. It's, it's right now what I heard, seen as PC. I think at the moment they have like a demo. I think. Interesting. Yeah, I mostly I can't wait to play that game, and mostly since, like I told you, I said earlier, uh, I was in the Nintendo store. I also played uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Um, uh, about twenty minutes. They gave us twenty minutes to play. Yeah. So, what were your your first initial thoughts on that game? I'm not a I'm not a Zelda fan or something like that. But right. I, but but I'll be honest, it's very very adorable and really really liked it. <laughs> I could do that voice. Sorry. You're fine. It, I know. It was nice. It it looks it looks very cute, very like doll like. You get me? Well, like, so that's part of the reason why I liked uh, Wind Waker. It kind of had like a similar. Yeah, I'm not saying. Style. Yeah, I'm not saying nothing bad about it. I'm saying it's very doll-like. What I saw I was like, oh, it's adorable. And and I'll be honest, they they tell you, oh, you have to uh, use your uh, sword because when you when I start, you just have your shield, so you have to go all the way down to the beach, like in the, yeah. I guess to get the sword. And I felt bad killing those uh, the enemies. 
and because it looks so adorable. Yeah. Well, so when it comes to the art style, like I, I feel like with the Legend of Zelda games, there's they've always done different like art styles. Like, uh, they have how many games that, like, new Zelda games that are coming out? Um, and though a lot of the times they follow the same playing style, they'll do, like, different art. Or, uh, you know, kind of mix it up a little bit. Which, to me, that's how you don't get tired or bored with it. Yeah, some yeah, mostly somebody like me, because I'm not, I never played the first, the, the, the first one. I'm not big a fan, but what I played uh, is nice. Would I get the game for myself? Not really. What, I'm, Link's Awakening? Yeah, probably not. I'm not like Zelda fan, stuff like that. But what I played, if there is a demo on the Switch, I'll probably play it. Maybe later yeah. on I will get it. That's not my type of game, to be honest. I like mostly, you know, like like Mario, this other stuff, uh, beat-em-ups. You know, it's my type of games, and and everybody who's gonna get it, what I seen, uh, I really did like it, especially for that damn thing trying to find the forest. I could, I, I was like ten minutes <laughs> looking for the forest. I was like, because what's it called? I don't uh, I don't know if it's in the Game Boy version that you got to. They have like a crane machine, like a crane game trying to catch like a Joshi doll. Some sort of that. I don't know if it was in the first one. For which? For Link's Awakening. Oh. Cause uh... you, cause there's like a like a uh, what's it called? You ha- there's a mission. I think it's a side mission. I think you could do or something like that. That uh, they, there's like a, uh, a a family right there, and it says, "Oh, there's uh the baby wants a Joshi doll." And you try and you and you go to like a crane place, like a store, and there's yeah. a grocery doll that you, that you have to spend like ten of those rupees to try to win it. <laughs> and um, I was doing all of that. I gave that the person gave me like a ribbon. I gave chain chop the ribbon. He gave me food, and I was like, "What am I That's supposed awesome. to do?" I'm like, I got confused. I was like, "Okay, so." This guy wants me to finish. I have to give him ten rupees and this other stuff. And I was like, "Yeah." And to find them, you you just have to go by the grass and just you know use the sword, cut them, and then they'll pop out. Sometimes even hearts will pop out too. And what I see for if if you guys are gonna go play it, it's, it's a very nice game, and I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> That's all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's definitely one I've played many of the Zelda games. I haven't played all of them. So like I never actually played the original Link's Awakening. So I'm curious. Uh so I'll probably I don't know. I'll probably play the remake first and then that. But then I also wanna like be able to appreciate it more. So I might wait. I might try and play the original before. I don't know. We'll see. I told myself I was gonna replay all of uh, Yoshi's Island before the new Yoshi's Crafted World came out. And I made it about halfway through and <laughs> I didn't get to play it all. So whatever my intentions are may be different than what actually happens. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, I also play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, I know Game Explain has it on their uh, 
YouTube channel about uh, the video. That's the same mission that I play too. Yeah. Um, this is one of those games that I was like, am I going to pre-order it? Am I going to purchase it? But mostly my thought was because of the uh, GameStop uh, pre-order bonus that you get the poster. And I was like, I really want to get the poster, but the game I still don't know, especially because uh, Mario Maker is coming out really soon. So I'm like, I'm probably going to spend more time on that. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! is coming out like later on, which Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm very excited to play. I, I don't know if you're going to get Yu-Gi-Oh! too. So when I was little, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! I had... I couldn't even tell you how many cards. I had the little thing you could wear on your arm, too. Oh, I never so, bought that. I, I, I was very I was very poor. I couldn't afford it. So when I was little, I had a paper route. And I would very... Like, I, I had a paper route, literally, to buy uh, video games. Yeah. And uh, to just uh, get silly toys. And that would have been one of them or would i've gotten it for like christmas i don't remember but i remember having it because i remember being on the playground playing cards this was like back when you could bring like cards to school or like beyblades like i had a couple different beyblades and i remember like just in the back of the playground like in the grass like either playing with uh cards or like i had the ramp too so yeah. I bring in the ramp and the battle arena. Oh, you had everything. So I, had I I used a cardboard box. We found a box in the garbage and used that for Beyblades. We couldn't afford something like that. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, I mostly, I usually bought the. I saved my money. I think it was like four weeks just to so get the. Uh, I know I bought the Kaiba booster pack, the Kaiba cards, the, the his deck. And then yeah. a couple, a couple of cards. I never got Dark Magician. I hated everybody who had them, but I had Blue Eyes White Dragon. I had two Blue Eyed White Dragon cards. Yeah, they were so rare. And now, my older, I want to say my older sister had a Dark Magician, or one of her friends did. But I remember seeing yeah. one. I can't remember the context of who had it. And knowing now how much they go for, and we having those cards, we're like. We wish we could have preserved them more. Yeah, I was just talking to my uh, older sister the other day about if she still had her magic cards because she had some amazing cards for uh, magic. And I mean, like, it's like some of those things just disappear. You don't remember getting rid of them, but you also don't remember still having them. Yeah. And like all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day. I don't know, like, if I just sold them at a garage sale, if I just let a friend have them because I wasn't playing with them anymore. But it's one of those things, like, you kind of kick yourself in the butt for not having them anymore. Yeah, true. Especially now that uh, some magic cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! If you have the word magic card, it actually goes more because of the whole lawsuit thing. So I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I had those cards. I'm like, I could have gone for those. Uh, especially first edition, I had those. Because once they came out, there was a, a local shop where I live. Um, they they had, uh, they'll tell you, know, but it's like, hey, we're getting Yu-Gi-Oh cards because Yu-Gi-Oh was just starting getting popular. So I was over there with them, be like, okay, we could probably get them later on. And it was 
you know, for me it was uh, uh, we got them and we had to like decide which one was it. But uh, so my one of my friends got the Jugi cards and I got the Kaiba cards, yeah. which you know it was all good and everything. Uh, I also played Mar, uh, like I said, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Like I was saying, um, I liked the game. Uh, I had trouble, especially since it's like you could play with four people. Uh, you kind of get lost, and um, because uh, you see, you get highlighted for your fighter, uh, different colors that, that represents. You know, this is controller one, controller two, etc. You kind of get lost because you don't see who uh, where you're at, and mostly uh, it will camouflage uh, when you're fighting. So you're like you don't know where you are, especially during the sky views. And they were taking notes. They were asking all of us in those different games uh, what could could be fixed. We're like maybe this could be brighter. Maybe on top we could have like player one, player two, player three, something so it could, so we know where we're at because. We get confused, and if I'm, like I said, if my if am I gonna get it? I'm still in that fifty-fifty. I just gotta see how much, uh, how much money do I have, if I'm able to order it. Especially like I said, Jugio is forty bucks. I'm gonna see if I have time to play that game, or I'll probably wait it. But mostly, what is like leaning on me is that pre-order bonus for that poster that I really want to get. But we'll see. Yeah. Um. I haven't quite decided if I'm going to buy it yet or not. Yeah. Mostly what they told me is that, um, like they said, the expansion pack is right there to purchase. I think it's $20. Yeah. Uh, um, in the beginning, uh, the start of the game, they were telling us, uh, the game, you know, this is going on. Jessica Jones is there. You know, this other stuff. You, st- um, you have 30... 30 uh, Marvel characters to pick from the start. So you have 30, 30 of them right there. So you can pick whoever you want. If there's not like, oh, this force only, and then you unlock over them. Maybe it is like some missions, but you have 30 characters to choose uh, who you want to be with. Uh, I was Black Panther. I know one was Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Thor, um, I forgot this other people. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Captain America and and um, Iron Man. Uh, that were pick. Uh, some people chose when I was playing with them. Yeah, I think I think the game overall will do well. Um, I'm just my biggest thing is like how much would I play it? Yeah, that's so... mostly it too for me. If not, I'm probably gonna wait it. Maybe when the price goes down or I have time, maybe I will pick it up. But right now, it's like. I really want to get the poster because I'm I like I really like the poster, but I'm at the same time I'm like, it's just gonna be there. I haven't even played See, Saints the thing Row. Is, like I've got so many fucking posters from different video games, like between collectors editions, GameStop pre-orders, and things like that. Like, what's it's literally going to go into my poster stack? Like, it's not gonna go up on a wall. Yeah. I don't have no. I only have like. Let me see. Uh, I have. I don't know if you see boxing. Do you? Do you watch boxing or no? No, my uh, younger sister and her boyfriend do. So I'll like catch it every now and then on TV, but I don't follow it like they do. 
All right, so I have a poster signed by Canelo Alvarez. I have a poster of him signed, like literally got signed because I want it. Uh, I have, awesome. I have a Super Mario Brothers U poster. I have a Grand Theft Auto poster up. I have uh, one of my soccer, uh, soccer legends. I had them sign. It's up there. Uh, what other poster I have? Oh, and I have the uh, Avengers posters up. Nice. Yeah, so that's mostly I have up. And then, and then in one wall, I have all my Amiibos that are still in the box. And, and then the other wall, I have my Mortal Kombat statue. Uh, those special boxes that came with a special edition for the games, I have them. I feel like a junkie just having all of them and some Amiibos. <laughs> Some of yeah. me was some of me was that I took out the box. I just have them there, and and then I have my movie collection, which I want to say I have mm, about close to two hundred DVDs, VHSs, uh, DVDs, Blu-rays. Yeah, nice. Yes, and I'm going to buy more uh, this Black Friday, so I already have like 20 more. Uh, I think right now the number is 30 of movies I'm, I'm going to go buy. Yeah, I probably, so I don't actually go out and buy DVDs much anymore between yeah. like Netflix or like I have my Apple TV, so I will uh, like buy a movie or rent it on my phone or on my Apple TV, like, you know, because it talks across all platforms. Yeah. But the main reason why is because um, I don't, like, have a DVD player or a PlayStation or any kind of media that will play my DVD. So I have, like, 50 DVDs yeah. that uh, I have, like, no way of actually playing. I just have them there, and mostly the DVDs... Um, of course, they don't come with a digital digital code, so you can put them something like that. But yeah. uh, but the good thing for like like this uh, this company called Voodoo, like everybody heard about it. Like you could um, uh, put the DVDs on the computer and and they'll generate it into digital, so, and you only pay like I think it's like two dollars to have it uh, digital in their thing. And it's yours to keep. And if you make, uh, and if you do ten copies, they will charge you a dollar. That's pretty you. cool. So I have, so mostly some of them I still have to put them digital. And uh, you know, it's fun for me. I have my little collection just in case, like the internet goes down. But at least I have my movies just in case. Yeah, I have, um, like so my digital media of uh, movies I have like hard copies of so like on my PC I have all the Godzilla films like all the old and original ones um, I uh, I forgot to tell you before we recorded I saw Godzilla yesterday <laughs> I still haven't seen it how was it how dare you how dare you have not seen it yet I know well Second shift problems, man. Like, I either wake up and go in before work, or I have to wait till the weekend. And with not feeling too well this week, like, I've slept until noon just about every day. 
so I haven't had time yet. Is if the movie was it was okay? It was not good as the first one. I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, the 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 way how the story goes, it was a little bit you know crossing. Um, sometimes I was like, maybe this should not have been there. You know, this sort of stuff. I'm not like, I'm not like those, you know, uh, reporters that, you know, write, oh, this is wrong. Like, it's an enjoyable movie. Yes. There's a lot of, uh, mostly this movie was like a lot of hinting of that whole Godzilla versus King Kong movie that they're making that's coming out soon. So you, you see a lot of, you usually see, you saw, I saw King Kong. But not in the front, just in the back. And it's like he had a little bit more screen time than the other Titans. But it's kind of referring, hey, you know, we just made this movie so we could introduce this part and then we could get to the Godzilla versus King Kong. Because then at the uh, when the movie ends, um, uh, it will say something about they're going to Skull Island. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then the ending, the ending that were everybody's like, ah, oh, that was not needed, but it actually kind of makes sense of what I think is gonna happen. But that's I'm gonna let you because I'm not gonna spoil all of it. Oh so, no! So the post this, I would hang up now. Oh no! Don't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's a post credit at the end. A lot of people say it does not make sense, but if you kind of think about it, like I was thinking about it, it was very, it kind of does make sense, so I can't wait for that one. I also saw Men in Black. Nice. <laughs> it was fun. And I think the movie of the year, Shaft, very, very funny. I was dying. I saw it Friday when I went to the Nintendo store. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I was in Dobly, had those nice fancy seats, and I was dying laughing. It made me go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the fourth movie that makes me go to the bathroom, not in a bad way, but in a good way because I couldn't hold it no more. From laughing, it was so good. Oh man, it was fun. It was fun. So yeah, yeah. so mostly right now. Uh, we kind of went a different direction with this whole three three, but there's there's the podcast really, you know, trying to make everybody have fun. So, right now, part three, my rant about FIFA twenty on the Nintendo Switch. Everybody knows that um, I'm a big fan of FIFA. You don't say. I am. I am. I'm a big soccer fan. I enjoy it. But what I heard is that. It's just going to be FIFA 19. And they're just putting a sticker. There's not going to be nothing new. And I really wish that we just get out of their asses and make this game better. I'm not saying put everything that's on the PS4, put it on the Switch. I know there's some stuff that will not work, but I wish it does. At least something they said, at least, hey, we're caring about this. And I feel like this might be the last time we might see FIFA game on the Switch unless Pro Evolution comes. This might be the last one, especially is considered a Legacy Edition. And knowing what is a Legacy Edition, it means it's just an update of players and the kits. That's all it is. So what would you like to see instead? 
I would like them to have like on a PlayStation version, have something called a catalog where you could redeem your EA points. And I know in my PlayStation 4 version, I have like 500,000 of those. And you could use, um, redeem them so you could say like special bonus, like you get well, how many coins you get times, let's say a thousand. So let's say if you win 500, uh, you get 500 coins, you get uh, times a thousand uh, coins. So you multiply them and that's how much you'll get at the end. So you could like redeem them to get players later on. And unfortunately, this is what, the third year, about to be the fourth year. Wait, let me see. Two, two. Yeah, third year, whatever number it is. And they don't have this, so especially Ultimate Team that is, uh, I'm more into that. There's a lot of cards that are on the PlayStation, Xbox, and there's not on the on the Switch. And I really hated it. Especially there's some cards that I want to get. I save up enough coins and I wish they they start drinking from the fucking champagne, dressing in a fucking pink um outfit, going to church on Sunday, and sit on their asses and say, let's fix this thing, because it has a potential to be great. And I hate that we're just getting a fucking legacy edition and nothing else. Not much love. It feels like it's just we're just gonna be the next anthem, and they're just probably gonna cancel us. And and it really irritates me. And I know a lot of people who collects these, and I'm gonna say this, and it really hurts me. Do not get this game. Do not get it first day. Get it when it's cheap. Get it when it's like twenty bucks, ten bucks. Get that game. If you're gonna, if you're collecting, do not get this game. Especially, you know, do not get it. It's gonna hurt me. I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna protest that game. I'm so, I'm probably gonna sell FIFA 19. I probably will get it once it's cheaper. I don't know what, unless something happens. But it's really a shame they're doing something like this to this game that I enjoyed. I I I played. FIFA 98 when I only had a PlayStation 1 and everybody else had a PlayStation 2. I enjoyed those series. I enjoy how it evolves. And then something like this, they're making us do nothing, especially something like whatever they put in, like street soccer. Street soccer was on fucking Wii, Wii U. It was there and something like that you cannot put on the Switch version. I still don't know why. You could do that. It was on the Wii and the and the and the Wii U, I think. You could play street soccer. Hmm. You could do something like that for the Switch. At least give us that or something. Show that you fucking care. Show that you care. Yeah, and- well, and I think a part of it too, when it comes to not having all the same not whether it's being able to or just not like being able to put out the same content on the switch or not putting out the same content on the switch we've seen like a lot of other game franchises just call it a different version of a game so it almost seems to be like is fifa 20 actually FIFA 20 on the Switch, or is no. it like a different game entirely? It, it's FIFA 19, just with a sticker. If you take <laughs> out the st- if you take out the sticker from FIFA 19 and put in FIFA 20, that's FIFA. That's FIFA 20. Yes, it's just FIFA 19 two um 1.5. Let's just say that or 0. 0.5. The only thing difference is the kits and the players going to different um teams. 
That's all it is. That's all it is. Nothing special. And and it's really a shame that that happens. I'm not saying like if 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 street soccer cannot work on the switch, okay, but at least fix the cars, give us give us something for us to play online with our friends. I, it's hard for me to play online with my friends because I know uh, or other people around the world because they probably are not playing this version. You know, show that you care so that way people go buy it. Don't make it a point five version. And I hate that. When I heard everything that they, I'll be honest, they even said it. FIFA twenty for the Switch was not at EA's uh thing. They didn't even had it. Yeah. To so people could play it. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, they only had, they didn't even have for Xbox either. They only had PlayStation. So the PlayStation version of FIFA 20, you could play it, not even Xbox. Yeah. Well, and I don't know how the FIFA games in general do on the Switch platform. Like, uh, what, 18 or 19? Like, I see them on, like, Super Sale, but I'm like, Oh, are they on sale because it's a good game and people are playing it, or because like nobody's playing it and they're just trying to get it off the shelves? I mean, mostly like after time, it will go down on sale. Like you'll see it for thirty bucks, half price. Like after that, uh, maybe Black Friday, if it's like twenty bucks, twenty five, I probably will get it. Yeah, but don't buy it. Like I'm saying, don't buy it full price. Buy it cheaper. Don't buy it first day or something like that. Make it when it's cheap. If if people are collecting um, Switch games, don't get it. Even it hurts me, and I love FIFA. I it's, it's, it sucks that we're getting this. It, you, we get in a Legacy Edition, and you know when Legacy Editions happens, when when, when it's when, like the last year of the title yeah. for the console. Yeah, and and so you calling this is gonna be the last FIFA twenty the last game. And you know what's really sad? You know, you see when Nintendo puts all these games coming out, Q1, Q, something like that? FIFA 20 is not even on the list. Hmm. It's not on the list. And yeah. they know why. They're, they're saying do not buy this game. Because it's a really a shame. Just like WWE 2K18, it was a piece of garbage and I fucking hated that I spent 60 bucks on that game. Well, and I mean, that's, that's, I feel like when it comes to sporting games in general, and this could be why I don't play them that much, besides like me just not being a big sports person, is really year after year, like, uh, you can only do so many different like little upgrades or additions. Like, how can you take this same idea year after year? with these different games and continue to improve the graphics. Uh, well, cause for the longest time, like that's what we saw in these games. Yeah. Like any sports game, it was like a graphics update or, you know, you could then customize this about yourself. You know, or, I know. uh, like my ex, I watched him play the show, um, on yeah. the PS4. And I was actually like really impressed with all the different things you could do on that game. But I mean, like the following year, like how much more can you continue to do with these different games before they just end up becoming a disappointment? I, I'm not saying like, you know, this other stuff. I'm saying make it equal. 
Make it equal, yeah. especially yeah. Ultimate or Team. Or don't release it as the same game title if it doesn't have the same or, or, playable or, or, game or charge it Or charge it less, or charge less yeah. for the price. Here's the thing. Well, yeah, because that's what they're going to run into problems with sales on the Switch. For Most people have multiple platforms. So what's the advantage of buying the Switch with less uh, unless playable take it on content? The go. Yeah. To, well, yeah, you can. It's portable. But if why would you spend sixty dollars for the game on the Switch in comparison to spending sixty dollars for it on an Xbox? I know, I know. But here's the thing: like an Ultimate Team, that's their um online version, like Call of Duty. Yeah, there's some cards that are available for them. Even they say everything's gonna be available for every console. You don't find them on the Switch. We, we like there was there's like last year. Maybe like ten cars that I wanted was not there, because they said, "Oh, uh, we, there's no way to do it there." I'm like, "Yes, you can." Especially like uh, squad battles, something like that, where you put cars so you could get like a better card, some sort of that. I don't even know how to explain it. We don't get those either. Some players we don't get. Some players we do, but it's a really a shame that we just looked at like, like the stepchild. <laughs> And it's really a shame. Am I going to get FIFA 20? Yes, but not first day. I'm probably going to wait when it's 20 bucks or 25, then I'll buy it. Yeah, just, I mean, just... unless, like, for some reason the game comes out and there's all this, like, amazing gameplay of it. No. It's not giving well, enough details about the game, but I guess we'll that's see. The case. We'll, see. we'll see what it is. And if, and if I change my mind, just be on my Twitter. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll say it. But as of right now, I hate it. I'm not going to buy FIFA 20. Not yet. I'll probably wait. It's, it's a shame. And it looks like we're not even getting pre-order bonuses. So really a shame. Even last year, they made an effort. They gave us two different, two different FIFAs. They gave us the regular edition, or you pay 80 bucks and you get the championship edition. Now that's something. We're not even well, so getting that. When when does it come out? FIFA twenty? September twenty something, I think. Twenty eighth. Oh, yeah, so in a couple months. And we're not even getting that. Like really? I they and I they asked me if I'm gonna pre order it. I I'm, I'm, I already said no. Hmm. I'll probably wait well, until uh, go yeah, down. Just, and play. It doesn't seem like the incentives there. If I want to play FIFA 20 on the Switch, I have already FIFA 20. I'll just turn on FIFA 19. It's the same game. It's a really a shame that that's happening. Yeah. I still don't know why they're going to do something like that. So that's my rant about FIFA. If, if people are going to collect these, especially some people I know, don't get it. Don't buy it first day. Wait until it's like lower price. Save your money. And get like a better game. Like Zelda. Even though I'm not going to play it. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. I'm not going to play it either. But, but hey, get that game. Luigi's Mansion. It's It looks very tempting. I don't it, look, know. it looks like it looks like maybe Luigi might get my money. I don't know. Unless you know, uh, unless we get like a different game. I'm just waiting for the remake of Money Morphin Power Rangers. Whoever's listening to this, please make it. I'll buy three copies of those. Even including the collector's edition. So, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that, I just remember, like, the NES, of course, like, I remember playing so many different Mario titles, 
in the Lion King, which the Lion King game was just uh, fucking impossible just about once you got to a certain point. But this Power Rangers game, like, that's one of the most vivid games that I have. I just always thought it was so cool, like, the whole transforming. I couldn't tell you how many hours of that game I've played. We just need that as a remake. I don't know if it's Lemon Run once again. No, yeah, that would be awesome. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. if it's a different different um country's version, the different um cover arts, I'll buy them all. That I'll get them all. Even collector's edition, I'll get them. Just yeah. remake just remake it and make and leave the original, live Trini, live SAG, everything else. I would love it and I love you guys for that. If you if anybody makes them, I want a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers remake. That's all I want. Remake it. You make me happy. And I'll love you forever. Guess all. Please just make it. Even right now, I'm tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next part: Benji Kazooie now in Smash. Any reaction? Um. So Banjo Kazooie was one of my favorite 64 games that I played. Like I still have it to this day. I actually. I'm on the 64 kick, obviously, that I've played the 64 more this week than I've played my actual Switch this week. And I just might have to put it in to, like, do a remake or a replay of the game in celebration of Banjo and Kazooie being on the Switch. Mm. Talk or, about uh, Smash, yeah. of course. Mm. Now that you said that, the key word, replay, are we going to see a rare replay game heading for the Switch? Or... Are we gonna so, just or or I, or are we gonna see Benjo, a new Benjo game on the Switch and Xbox crossplay? Well, so uh, I definitely feel like, and I think we said this last time, there's something going on between Xbox uh, or like Microsoft and Nintendo. Like specifically, what that means, I don't know. They're holding hands. Out of a profitability standpoint, they're making um, babies. <laughs> one, one can hope. Like how much? Like I feel like this is one of those things where if everybody on the internet just explodes over it, we can make it happen. Yes. So, like when it comes to a rare replay or another Banjo Kazooie game, like we got Ukulele. And I feel like that game's done well enough that it shows, like, the actual interest of a Banjo-Kazooie. Um, and with him being in Smash now, that's showing they're realizing and they're talking about different things. So what all the chatter is, one can hope we would get more playable content from Banjo-Kazooie. And... Uh, or just a rare replay in general. Like, I think it's long overdue. Uh, the Banjo-Kazooie game that they did... Oh, gosh, how long ago was that? The one that came out only on the Xbox? A couple years ago. Uh, Banjo... Banjo-Kazooie on Xbox? Yeah, they came out with another game. Oh, man, this is a long time. Let me look for it. Xbox. Okay, so it was November 11th, uh, 2008. Yeah, nuts and bolts. Yeah. Yeah, and the game didn't do bad, but I think it could have done a lot more had they just kind of opened the door up to different types of possibilities 
with other platforms. So, I mean, that was over 10 years ago, you know, like, at what point do you have to realize that you need to be doing more with these different name titles? So, like, I remember seeing a lot about Banjo and Kazooie, like, being on Smash on Twitter, and now he is. You know, we've seen a lot of chatter of different, like, rare replays or uh, just us talking about gaming in general, like different games coming physically, or, I mean, fuck, you have the whole Sonic movie being remade because the internet blew up about how Sonic looked. So, I think the Mm. odds are better now with that information being released than I thought they were, you know, before E3. Um, I definitely am hopeful. Well, well, let's all be honest. Joker got announced, and then we're getting a Persona Five, whatever S, S coming for the Switch. Also PS Four. Um, so the possibility is either we get a rare replay, which I'll be honest, I see like a forty percent, but I kind of do see maybe a new Banjo game, maybe coming out next year. And I think they might announce it in like in a January direct. Um. So, yeah, well, when it comes to like a, a rare replay, um, who <laughs> Microsoft owns like the title to that? So, um, right? They actually yeah, have the, yes. the rights to yeah, rare. They own them. Yeah, they own yeah. them. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it would be, or. I don't know. I could see it being announced at an E3, but I don't see like Nintendo being the one to announce it or um like it's something they would have to both be doing an event together. I feel like for that to be released. Hmm. Game Awards. They're together. Yeah. So it that happen. that's potentially a time frame. How excited were you if that happens? We get a new Banjo game or a rare replay. I mean, it would be awesome. I would definitely buy it. Would you scream? Potentially. Hmm. I mean, my throat's feeling. (laughs) Could I right now? No. I mean, I saw you got excited (laughs) over ukulele. Yeah. Ukulele too. You're like, oh, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy it. So, yeah, I'm definitely very excited about that. Uh, I think there's, um, I don't know, the whole rare aspect in general, like, there would be, there's a lot of, so we have a lot of remakes, we have a lot of ports, and uh, just we're seeing so many games come out, like, for the Switch in general, that it would be silly for them to not capitalize on the profitability of doing a rare replay. When when Tara says profitability, it means the lovey-dovey stuff, you know, people, just so you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, even Perfect Dark. Like, Perfect Dark was an amazing game on the 64. Mm, I remember... True. Uh, I don't think I actually ever owned it. I think me and my older sister would just rent it from a... Best Buy? Uh, block, blockbuster back in the day. <laughs> huh, true. I, I couldn't even own 
blockbuster. <laughs> I had like my own pers- uh, I had my own uh, uh, place where I go pre-order stuff. I'm uh, not pre-order, um, rent stuff. Uh, they only charge us, well, I think it was like $3 for the weekend. So we could just play on Saturday and return it on sun- on Monday. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's how much I usually spend. And my dad usually is the one who got me that. Uh, he got he brought me a lot of uh, Super Nintendo games to rent them. So that's why I know Power Rangers and these other games. Um, the Even Porky the Pig. <laughs> Tasmanian Devil game. Um, the 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 Simpsons game, the Bart one, I I enjoyed playing them. Even though I couldn't even pass, I think it was like the third mission. I could never pass it, and I hated it. And during that time, there was a Simpsons game that I used to play. It was like a driving game. A hit and run. Yes, so much fucking fun. Yeah, you can play that in real life. You just get a car and you hit people, and hopefully, cars don't find you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, that's too dangerous. <laughs> hey, I survived a hit, uh, 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 a hit, so I'm good. <laughs> that's why. That's why I could make the joke, people. Okay, I got hit by a car, and when I was three, I survived it. So that's why I could make the joke. Okay. You say that pretty nonchalantly. <laughs> Not many people get hit by cars. Like, was it a bad accident, or? I was three, and, um, I was a kid, um, my basketball, like I told you before, uh, I used to, uh, I don't know if I told you, uh, I used to be a big fan of basketball when I was little, so my basketball went, um, I, I, I was dribbling, and it hit my foot, and it went by the street, so I was, like, looking, and I went to catch the ball, and I guess, um, when I was coming back, the car the car didn't saw me because how we live, we live, uh, we used to live like in a hill. So, you know, cars have to, you know, you know, you have a car, you have to drive, uh, pedal, you know, pedal lift so you could drive faster up a hill. If not, you're going to go down. So I guess the person didn't see me, especially since I was, since I'm li- I was little and I got hit. And doctors are, were surprised that I, I survived. So eh. that was mostly it. And the thing about that is that they didn't find, I was only there for like, maybe, I want to say 10 days. They, they said there was no broken bones or nothing. Well, that's good. Yeah, so, eh, that happened to me. So that's why I could make those jokes. So it happened to me, so eh, I, I could say those jokes like that. Even though some people be like, no, you can't say them. I could because I that happened to me. So it's not good if, you know, something bad happens, but hey. It you know, like I said, it was like a little bit, but yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. I hope we do get a. If we don't get it, I hope we do get a like a remake of that. That'll be fun though. Of the rear replay. No, of the Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, Hit and Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a good game. It's stuff like that. Like realistically, I don't know if we would ever see a port or anything done. Like. Uh, is it necessary or is it needed or like on my priority list like it's kind of further on down the list there but it's definitely a, a fun game hmm. all right so also on the on the smash brothers announcement they also announced dragon quest heroes all, i guess all those four characters are now in smash as one 
I don't know how that thing's gonna work, which I'm very excited. Any excitement for that? Um, I that might be one of the only titles with the word dragon in it that I don't actually have on my Switch. <laughs> so I haven't really played that too much. Am I surprised by it? No, especially uh, don't they have a second one coming out? Mm, Dragon but, Quest? Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that the making Dragon Quest 1 and 2 something is in, is in Japan? And this is the second one? Yeah. But it, I think Dragon Quest 1 and 2 is not here yet. Am I right? I don't know. I don't I don't follow it. So Me either. I, I guess that's where I'm getting at with this. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's cool. But like, but, did I need it? No. Did I want it? No. But it's there. I mean, I think that was mostly for the uh, uh, Japan people from over there. I mean, they're, they're more of a fans over there than we are yeah. here on the west side. Yeah. It's like, they got Dragon Quest, but we got Banjo. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, they have... Uh, it's like it's like saying in India, they have cricket over there, and we have baseball. Two total different games that I probably will fall asleep on both of them. And I will not know what the hell is going on. <laughs> hey, I, I fell asleep at a baseball game. And I was like, man, yeah. I'm tired. Nine yeah, no, what? but yeah, when it comes to like the Dragon Quest heroes, uh, I've never played them. Now, like Banjo-Kazooie, played it, loved it, adored it. This one, meh. Uh, it's, for, it's for specific fans. All I know is that I'm waiting for that announcement saying either Sub-Zero or Scorpion are in Smash, and I'll be very, very happy. Uh, I won't hold my breath on that one, but that I, that would be cool. With MK11 just coming out, I don't I don't know. Like, if they're going to... Do, sometimes people do bridges, you know, that way. Uh, like, if sales drop enough of the game... I could see them trying to include different, a little bit more elaborate characters from other franchises like that, but yeah, I don't know if that's in the horizons. Who do you want to smash? That's not there already. Yes. Um, I can't really say. Like, I have. I mean, like my person, I play the most when I play Smash would be like Bayonetta. Yeah. Or Pac-Man. I actually, I can fuck it up with Pac-Man a little bit, but I don't really so like Smash is one of those games like, I don't put Smash in my console unless I have somebody who's wanting to play like online with me. So like yeah. somebody would have to like text me like hey, wanna play Smash? And I'd yeah. be like, yeah, sure. Or if my friends are over like in person, I'll play it. But I don't like go out and seek Smash. Um, like, I'm not die hard with it. <laughs> so, like, I'm pretty, like, content, like, with how the game is and turned out. Like, some people are like, oh, it w-, like, they didn't have the best things to say about the game. But I'm yeah. like, uh, this is what I wanted and expected from it. Like, I don't know what more you could do to yeah. it. Yeah, true. I mean, it's just more or less, like, I just kind of want to be surprised with the characters they're adding. Which I bought the uh, Battle Pass. I bought all of them um, yes. when I pre-ordered the game. Yeah. 
that was the only digital we ever got to buy a special pack or whatever things come first pack. Mm-hmm. And we already got what? We already have, let's see, Joker, Banjo, three, that's three, right? Banjo, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Joker, Banjo, uh, uh, Dragon Quest, that's three. So we have two more fighters then. Yep. So I think the fourth one might be announced at Game Awards or it might be announced at the next Direct. And then in January, if they do make or or in the um, Game Awards, they'll announce the last character. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, well, we already got Rare, right? We already got Rare. We already have PlayStation. Microsoft, PlayStation, PC. We still need somebody from the PC world. Hmm. Half-Life 3. Anybody from the Half-Life? <laughs> Imagine that happens. A character, if we get somebody from like, let's say Half Life, and then they say Half Life Three is exclusive to Nintendo Switch and PC. I think it could run it. I think the Switch could run Half Life. I've never played it. Hmm, it's not that bad. It's mostly yeah. I think that that would piss everybody off if that happens. <laughs> We get Half Life Three is on the Switch and it's exclusive. Yeah, but it's also but it's also coming to the PC. Man, everybody from PlayStation and Xbox will get pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Well, not well, not Xbox. Xbox would be more happy for us. PlayStation, not so much. Listen, Sony's just in their own little world, doing their own little thing, not giving a damn about nobody. Nah. That's why that's why they're selling the PlayStation Mini for like twenty bucks at Target or something like that. Oh, yeah, I should have picked one up for the twenty six bucks, but I forgot to order it before work for in store pickup, so I forgot to get it all together. Listen, Tara, that thing's gonna be there until Black Friday. Yes, we went until Black Friday. It's probably gonna be like fifteen bucks. You, yeah. you, you could buy two from that price. Yeah. They're still gonna have. They're still gonna have them. They fucked up. See, I didn't think the. Well, that would be like a long tangent to go on, but I was never super big into the PlayStation. Like we always had a PlayStation, but that yeah. was more like what my. Like I would just watch my sister play games on the PlayStation. I never actively played games on the PlayStation myself, really. Um. So, like, some of the titles and everything, I, th- I thought they were cool. Like, I wasn't upset with them. Like, was it the the best? No. No. But I don't feel like it was a flop. Like, I... some people, like, totally try to rip it a new asshole. And I'm like, uh, I don't think it's that bad. No, I'm not saying the thing, the games are, like, the system is bad. And I don't think the what the they're bringing is bad. Even though a lot of people says, "Oh, why you don't have somebody like Tony Hawk or this other stuff?" Listen, there's a whole different section about trademark music, this other stuff. Yeah, that, that would cost more. I, I didn't got pissed off over that. You know, Tony Hawk or what's it? What's the other games? Um, Metal Gear Solid. I I think that was another trademark that. Well, that, that was a huge title. Like, I don't know, always expect... Like, I didn't expect it to be a lot of big titles. Not mostly what I think. I think what everybody got all pissed off and everything is that the fact that 
some games do not run how they're supposed to, even though it is the North American version. Like, if they would understand if it's like the European version, the PAL version, they will understand. But this is, you have the American version and should run, you know, this how much. And especially like fighting games who the, who are into that, you know, they're very, very sincere, very strict on the input and everything. That's why, you know, Google Stadia, the new thing, I'm very concerned, even though we, yeah, they are getting more combat, Street Fighter. Uh, I think it's Street Fighter. I think I saw Street Fighter. I'm not completely sure about that. I know it's Dragon Ball Z. I think I, they saw that. Stuff like that. If, especially in fighting games, the input to make those command moves are very, very sensitive. And if you don't get that audience, you're going to lose them. And they're not going to come back. They're going to go to consoles. That's how I am. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's mostly like for you, like like what what game are you good at uh your preferences? Like the actual style? Yeah. I would say that I like role playing games the best. Yeah. Like JRPG like that, like Final Fantasy. Yes, a hundred percent. Hmm. And 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 it will suck like if you pressing the buttons and you say okay I want to do this command and then you have to wait a little bit longer than supposed to like that you know because it will take out the oxygen from the whole excitement for that yeah yeah and I and I think that's why and that's why I think more people got upset with that because then you know if you don't do it right you know it's gonna lose its magic yeah uh, that's. Yeah, I feel like that's more reasonable. Yeah, well, and a lot of like just what we're seeing in general. Yeah, mostly a lot of games. Mostly that's what I've seen it too. It's like the PlayStation one. I was like, oh, it's a hundred bucks. I'm not gonna get it, but I mean, I I saw Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto two. I think I saw that is in it. I played Grand Theft Auto uh, back in the day when I when I bought the the game for like five dollars. And I had a PlayStation, the first one, and I played them. I had SmackDown, SmackDown um, two, on my PlayStation. Uh, what's the other game? Uh, Twisted Metal. I played a lot of those games, and I understand. But a lot of people have to understand, you know, trademarks and this other stuff. And hey, it's twenty nineteen. You could jailbreak that thing, put in your your games in it. Nothing, nothing bad, right? So just jump, just get the the system cheap, and then erase all of those games and play and put input the games that you like. So that's it will solve everything. Ah. we need better stuff in the world. <laughs> you agree? Yes. All right. Last part. Rank your top five games you can't wait to play. Okay, so um, at this point, because I feel like it's the closest in my grasp, my number one is going to be Luigi Mansion 3, because I'm very excited just to see all the new game playability in it. Like, it just looks like it's going to be a really fun game to me. 
Yeah. Um, second, I'm going to do Animal Crossing. Okay. That's a natural. I want it to be number one, but since I have to wait extra time for it, I just have to detach a little bit. That way I don't get overly emotional about not having it in 2019. Be emotional. Be emotional. <laughs> it's a 2020 game. It's in March. I know it is. Poor Tom Nook or Isabella. You're not going to see him. <laughs> Only on I your know. phone. Huh. I know. Oh, sad. sad. <laughs> and then um, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be okay. my number three. Or like any of the Legend of Zelda games. Like I'm, I'm excited to play those. All right. uh, they they look like they're they're beautifully done, and like it was a really big surprise. Like Breath of the Wild two, I didn't anticipate being a title, so like that made me excited just because it's brand new. Okay. But I also have fun with the the flexible like Skyrim. I really like Skyrim because even though there's like a main plot. Like, there's all these different side missions and other things you could do. Like, you can spend as much or as little time as you want to to play those games. Yeah. So, I, it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's um, cool. Four is going to be the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. It looks incredibly gorgeous. Yes. Um. And then my fifth I have down for a new title is the Doom Eternal. Mm. It looks amazing. Ah, it does. Okay, so here's my top five. Number one, Mario Maker, because it comes out in two weeks, and I freaking can't wait. <laughs> of course. Number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. What I all right, number three, Battle Toads. Really? <laughs> yes, I can't wait to play that. <laughs> That's awesome. I like beat 'em up games, so yeah, 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 yeah. Number four, Doom Eternal. Hey, and number five, the one, the last game that I can't wait to play, and it's probably gonna surprise a lot of people. It's probably gonna surprise you. Cyberpunk. Cyber. So I wanted to put that on my list, but I don't have a way to actually, like that. I know for sure I'll be playing it. Listen here, Microsoft. You know we we have the lovely Terra here. Uh, just put in game, Game Pass, whatever thing you want to call it on Nintendo Switch, and put that game in there so that way we could play it, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just yeah. get just get the system, just get the Xbox, and if they don't make that thing happen, get it. Buy it on Black Friday when it's like two hundred dollars, one hundred fifty, and just wait for the game. We'll see. Uh, or wait until next year when the uh, the new Xbox Scarlet comes out. <laughs> you could just play that backwards compatible. Scarlet is that the one they're going to make all digital titles? Well, they already have the Xbox uh, Sad Edition, mm -hmm. so so that's like two hundred fifty. Everybody's like, "Why is it two hundred fifty if the uh, if Nintendo's three hundred? Uh, the Scarlet is, I think, I think what I heard is three different models. Mm 
So you're gonna have your cheaper version, like an old digital. You have your your puffy version that you have your, and then I think the other one is your big big one that will have like AK and this other ship. So it's probably that's gonna happen. It's gonna be like Nintendo having like two different Wii U versions. One is eight gigabyte, the other one's thirty-two. I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen. That's speculations. So. Well, no, I mean, it makes sense. That's just kind of how we're, we sell technology. Like, we sell it in different models. So, like, do you want the cheaper, more economical version? Or do you want all the extra bells and whistles? We sell everything like that nowadays. Uh, phones, TVs, your fucking refrigerators nowadays that can pair up to your smartphone and automatically let you know that you need to buy more milk. Um, Wait, did you just do that? Dude, they have refrigerators that definitely are like Bluetooth to your phone with all that bullshit. Oh shit, that costs so yeah. much. But I, even your washer, where you can control your washer and dryer from your phone, like, they just, they have uh, uh, many different models of things, so I could see that becoming a thing for video game consoles as well. That's what I was saying uh, between, like, the power and the light. Like, I don't see the aspect in how they run to be different. I see screen quality, storage capacity, uh, you know, just different things like that really setting yeah. apart Nintendo if they were to do multiple Switch models. Yeah, which we can wait, which is probably not going to be a 2020. Which, you want to know what one of the most surprising things during E3 in general were what is for it? me? What is it? The fact that uh, Limited Run Games is doing 3DS physical games now. Yes. That's surprising. Yes. Um, I get it. You know, like, I have a 2DS. I couldn't tell you the last time I actually powered it on. I have, um, I have, I have the, the Pokemon 20th anniversary one nice. on somewhere in my drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, I have all, some digital games there, but that's it. I've had so many different, since the Nintendo DS has came out, I've had so many different DS consoles, handhelds, whatever you want to call them. Um, and the thing is, like, I just usually find myself, like, getting rid of it because I don't sell it. But I had the original DS, I had a DSi, I had uh, the gold Nintendo DS uh, Link version. Yeah. What was that? For Phantom of the Hourglass that came out, I had that one. Um, I had a blue 3DSi, or I'm sorry, just 3DS. I haven't had an XL yet, but I've got this 2DS, and I just find myself playing my Switch. But there's also, like, not an incentive with games for me to really play it much. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people out there buy and collect for the 3DS, but I don't know if that will be titles I start picking up or not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Even for me, when I saw those things, and like you said, the, you know, whatever they make, they make. 
and I hope they realize that, you know, they're not going to be like for one specific market, be like, oh, this is just going to be for Switch. That could be for other ones, especially there's collectors, you know, that they well, probably... I, I think that's what we're going to come into, like, when it comes to the 3DS. Like, uh, I th obviously, there are limited number quantities, but I see more... Co and I guess limited run in general are collectors buying a limited run of a game yeah but uh when it comes to the switch like to me it's different than the 3ds because i don't see the 3ds being like uh how do i want to say this like a really engaged model right now like i don't see a lot of no like the the living market for the 3ds just seems to be drying up more than it does for the switch i i think to be honest i think I think they found a way how to kill off the 3ds faster than than being like oh you know you know this, you could uh you could you only could play this at home and your 3ds could be on the go and i guess they, they since they found a way to have both of them together it's pretty much killing saying like so why are we gonna buy this if let's say pokemon is coming out well, see, and that's, that's the comparison I was going to actually use when it comes to the liveliness of, like, the DS world. Normally, we have things like Pokemon being released on Nintendo's handheld device. Yes. You know, since the Game Boy Color, like, that's, I mean, everything has pretty much came out for a handheld. Besides, like, I mean, you had Pokemon Stadium or... You know, we need different. we need a, we need a Pokemon Stadium ASAP remake anything like that. I need that game in my life. Listen, I I'm telling you, Detective Pikachu. They have to be doing another Pokemon movie that's more battle oriented, and I could see them doing another like battle oriented like well, Pokemon Stadium game around well, the time too. Well, Detective Pikachu is coming to the Switch. That's what they announced at the Pokemon conference. Yeah. Which which I can't, I almost fell asleep, and I can't believe Godzilla was actually real on Pokemon. <laughs> when it says Godzilla, and we're like, what does fucking Godzilla has to do with Pokemon? And then we see him, then we see the trailer, and we're like, oh fuck, it's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, I was like, oh, yo, what the fuck, Godzilla's doing Pokemon? <laughs> right. Oh, and I just saw Godzilla, and then I then I make confession like, oh, that makes sense. What the fuck? This is Godzilla and Pokemon together. Oh God! Wait, are we gonna see Pokemon with a Godzilla movie next? Hey, <laughs> let that, that happen. happen. Hey, let that happen. I want to see Charmander, <laughs> Charmander versus Godzilla. I want to see man, Charmander and Detective Pikachu was What's a adorable? badass. Was adorable. Yeah. That's adorable. Uh, you saw the Tattoo Pikachu or no? Yeah. Mm, it was a good movie. Absolutely it, amazing. Far it was, exceeded uh, any of my expectations that I had. I didn't uh, go into it like thinking there would be much because like Pokemon movies usually don't have a plot that's, that's deep or anything like that, you know? So I went into it with very limited expectations. And succeeded. Oh my gosh. The scenery alone was gorgeous. <laughs> like it, it, 
it was a very visually stimulating movie. I I loved it. I did. I thought it was great. It made you want to have a Pikachu baby, a Pokemon baby. Listen, I've collected Pikachu stuff. Well, I want to say collected because I don't have a lot, but like po Pokemon stuff, literally since I've been playing it. Hmm. All right. I've got right. like three or four stuffed Pikachus. <laughs> I have the twenty, two of them from the twenty anniversary ones. That's Those, awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're going to finish this off. But before we go, it's a question that everyone wants to know. Tara, how many games do you own so far on your Switch collection? Right now, I'm at 203. 203. And finished games? And finished? Mm, I, don't, I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll let you guys off this time. Uh, we'll, I will be back in July with two new what? Yeah, two new podcasts. Well, in review, we're doing Spider Man, Far From hey. Home, and then the top ten with me and Juan. Juan returns. We're gonna do our top ten celebrity crushes, and you're probably gonna be laughing. Probably my number ten, or probably shock. It's gonna be oh, funny goodness. though. The anticipation. <laughs> The anticipation is going to be amazing. So I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Napa Just in time for the holidays, select Craftsman tools are now available at Napa. Celebrate with a Craftsman 20-volt cordless impact wrench kit for just $149.99. It's the perfect gift for everyone in your list, even you. So get great savings on select Craftsman tools, now available at your local Napa store. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 12-31-19. Napa know-how. Right now, a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil and a platinum filter is just $23.98. That's a great deal for a great oil, which is another reason why this is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Napa full synthetic oil and a platinum filter for $23.98. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. While supplies last. Offer ends 12-15-19.